If we're recording and you're playing 657 Boulevard, that's a whole big old drink right there. <laughs> that was an original by Randall and D. Are we recording? A? Yes, yeah, of course. Oh, okay, good. Yes, the second great. half of it. Oh, I started it during the second half of it. <laughs> great. Cool. Hi. Hey, welcome. Welcome. I hope you enjoyed that drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome, friends. Okay, so there's an unspoken rule that's a rule now that if you if we call out that you have to drink, you have to drink. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? A biggin'. Fair. Biggin'. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, there's lots of people now adding more and more. So I have I have a proposition here because clearly listening to one of the episodes of this show is going to get somebody fucking trashed. That is yes. Right. Yes. So I propose that between the three of us we have a rule where one person gets to call out to for the the listener to drink and then from that point forward we all have to vote on it if we want them to drink. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, sure. Cool. I like all that right. rule. Yeah. Yeah. Into it. Cool. These will these will be made official. Someday we're gonna, gonna be writing them down, and we'll send them out to, to our, our Patreon. People. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. it's like a D and D handbook. It's it like seven hundred pages of yeah. rules. <laughs> I like it. I like it's it. really not that hard. <laughs> no, it takes a month to learn the rules. Exactly. But once you got once them. you got it down, but then once you initiate other people, you're just gonna be like, just sit down. You'll figure it out. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, be like, it's real easy. Mm-hmm. Suck it. You'll get it. All right. Well, welcome. Hi. Welcome to Ghosts and Hoes. Ghosts and Hoes. Ghosts and Hoes. Ghosts and Hoes. Paranormal podcast where we talk about all things spooky, paranormal, Mm -hmm. fucking weird as fuck, dicks, Bob Cranmer. Always. All of those things. With us as always is Bob. (laughs) With us as always is Bob Cranmer and Jim Caviezel. Dun, dun, dun. You went and saw Ben Schwartz. I did. Oh, yeah. You saw saw Schwartz and Uh, Middle Ditch. Middle Ditch and Schwartz, yes. I had the best idea. So I yesterday I was like, what are you doing tonight? She's like, I'm going to see my future husband, Ben Schwartz. So it's like, <gasps> throw your panties at him yeah. so that you can entice him with your scent. That, She's like, wow. that's a thing she said to me. <laughs> She's like, wow. none of you should be surprised. <laughs> no, but I'm she really not, did but say also, it. wow. <laughs> um, I said that I could not do that because number one, I did not want to get arrested. Uh-huh. Number two, I... To throw panties, you have to have like really good like flinging oh, yeah. status. Like yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. or some really elastic chones. Well, you still have to like fling them. You can't just toss them because they're not that heavy because physics exists. <laughs> sure. So you have to be really good at flinging them. But I know myself well enough to know that I would blind myself with my thong trying to fling it on stage. Oh sure. I would have to wear an eye patch. It would cause a scene. So there was that, and I was like, I'm not doing that. I can't. Also, I'm- like as a comic. Doing that to two comics, right? It's no, it's a no. Yeah, it's I a no for Engelbert Humperdinck and Motley Crue, but they were bands. Yeah, they different. were they were too busy. This was like a sit down and watch them be hilarious. What's who's the guy? Uh, damn it, what's his name? Ben Schwartz. It's not unusual. Oh, to be Tom played. Jones. Thank you. Yeah, well, he's, he gets underwear thrown at him all the he's time. Singing. He's also busy doing other things. His they, job is to wet panties. Yeah. See, but so I can't. it's not Ben's. No. no. Well, well, it's that would be it's weird. their responsibility to wet panties in a different way. Yeah. Okay. Well. It would be that would be weird. And I was also wearing pants. I'm like, that would just be like if it were warm enough, and I were wearing like a skirt or a dress, I would have considered it. <laughs> But not, it would be like 90, 10, not going to do it. But uh-huh. that 10%, we'll just see what happens. Right. But no, it was cold. I was wearing pants. 
And I'm like, I can't. I'm so not going to take off my pants in public was to take a, off my chonies and throw them at Ben Schwartz. I was sitting in like you were real the, close. I was in a. I was in seat section A, seat one. Yeah, oh, she wow. sent me at a picture. The she was close. I was like, oh, I was right. Is, it was right there. That's right there. Just, mm-hmm. just right there. Just right, right, right there. up. Right, I could see it. Just, just see the action. Plunk. I, but I mean, it wasn't <laughs> that close. I was that way with Hannibal Burris at the Aladdin. We were throwing panties at him. Uh, no, but I was f- like literally front row, in the middle. Nice. And I was, was off just, to the side. I could if I reached if I put my hand right here, I would have grabbed his shoe. Oh, yeah. That would have been terrifying. Never do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So she's like, "Oh well, but you should." I'm like, "How? How about we compromise?" And instead of me throwing my panties at Ben Schwartz, um, if I see him after the show, I will give him our card. Okay. I was and like, yeah, like, business. Ah, right. Fine. Fine. So I have to do do the business to get the business. <laughs> so A, did you, and B, tell me about the picture that was outside. Yes. So I was actually outside waiting for a lift, and uh, Tom Middleditch came out, and I was like, ah, he's fucking just the cutest. I love him little, so much. Little bean. Little just want to pinch him. He's uh, he's also, I met him, uh, both of them, last I time they were here. The two of them are like two of the nicest people that exist. You could not be more correct. Yeah. Like, yeah. there is, they're just so fucking nice. Yeah. It's dumb. So, Tom Middleditch came out and he went and walked across the street to wherever they were going. And I was just like, ah, oh, lift, why? And I remembered it was like a weekend evening, so it was busier. Mm. So, I'm just waiting. And then door opens and people are like, can we take pictures with you? I'm like, jackpot. And so I turned around, Ben Schwartz. And so I just went up and I was like, hi, can we take a picture? And he's like, of course, of course. And um, I had my phone in my hand and I looked at him and was like, I am small and may need an adult. And he just starts <laughs> laughing and he's like, I'm small and may need an adult. I'm like, I can't, do- I can't, Sophie. I'm too small. And so he's just laughing and so... I don't know if it was like their manager or whatever. He came over. He's like, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. So he takes my phone and then I just tell him. I'm like, so I have to be that guy for just a second. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But I have to be that guy. And he's like, what? No, it's fine. I'm like, okay, here's my podcast. This is my card. Um, And he's like, okay, cool. I'm like, we actually talk about you a few times like, especially in the beginning of the show, and so, and he's like, oh, that's awesome, thanks so much, and I'm like, yeah, well, we also talk about, like, you know, me and my best friend, we do this podcast, so if you're to the true crime and paranormal, but also, I'm that guy. Uh, we are really good at wine, and so I brought, <laughs> I brought up um, a few times on our show, your show, uh, your podcast, The Wind Down. And he's like, oh my God, thank you so much. I'm like, I love that show. It's it's really funny. If you've never listened to it, it's just Ben Schwartz and his friends going to different wineries and learning about wine. Oh, But fun. it's like comedians yeah, yeah, yeah. going out learning about wine. It's really, really fucking funny. So uh-huh. um, I think it was just like a one-off, like one season type thing. Um, but it's really funny. So I told him, I was like, we love it. It's so great. And he's like, oh my God, that's so amazing. Thank you so much. And he's like, what was your name again? So I told him, like, it's in the wall. He's like, it was so great to meet you. And I'm like, I want to marry you right now, please. <laughs> and then he, like, turns around. And then he turns back and he has the card. And he's like, okay, but what does this say? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's hose spelled like that because we're fancy. And then he just laughed. He's like, ghost and hose. Got it. Cool. <laughs> so, Ben Schwartz, if you're listening, we love you so much. Come back and let's do wine. Come back. Let's do wine. Ben, Ben, let's do wine. 
Well, I'll just Ben Ben. Let's do one. I'll just hand them to you if you're here. There you go. Bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that was that was that. Fun. I had no idea what I was doing with my face in that photo. So please don't look at me. <laughs> just pay attention to Ben Schwartz. <laughs> It's different when like a man takes a picture for you than when a woman does it because yeah. a woman's like, hang on, just like a photo shoot. She's like, let me get up here, let me get down here, let me lay down and take it from under here. Dudes are just like, here, snap. Like, beep, boop, boop. He took three. That's fair. Yeah, but they were all that. Equally terrible. They all look exactly <laughs> the same, except for the, I think it's the first one. Ben has his eyes closed and it's great. Perfect. Yeah, but it's fine. Because the last time I met them when they were in town, I had handed my phone to a girl. Ah, see. It so. makes all the difference in the world. It really does. It really does. But it's fine. But yeah, it does. so it was really fun. The show is amazing. If you get to see them in your city, do go. It's I went to MST3K the day before. Oh. Yeah. I wanted to do both real bad, yeah. but I could not. I, I wanted no to go. What that is. Mystery, Mystery Science, Science Theater 3000. 3000. Oh. Wow. Are you not familiar? Nerds. Okay, no, now I've heard of it. Let me let me. Before, but I didn't know that it had its own little special like. Oh yeah. So just breakdown. Mi- just mind the you. M something three K. This mystery science theater was a thing. Oh, I remember. F- yeah. Yeah, well, I remember the so, robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- two, three, four, four, four robots. Heckling movies. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. I sometimes just randomly out of nowhere will get the theme song to that stuck in my head. Other science facts. <laughs> yeah. Just remember, it's a TV show. You should really just yeah. relax. He came out and so played good. the theme on guitar. Oh. And all the robots came. They had. Oh, man. So I saw the one of the tour two tours ago okay. when um, Jonah Ray was touring it. Oh. Okay. And Joel Hodgson was there, mm-hmm. but he wasn't the guy doing it. It gotcha. was Jonah Ray because okay. Netflix had just yeah, yeah, yeah. rolled it out. And uh, they had like the set was very decorated and very like done up because they had the budget for it. Nice. And like when you watch the movie, they had a little set, a cardboard set thing. Oh, come on. That's they, awesome. The way that they had it framed was so you could see shoulders up. But they weren't sitting. They were just standing, and the screen just started from here. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so it was that was really clever. Um, and then in this one, there's the screen, and then a little doorway underneath it where they come in and out of, and then they sat off to the side, and there was absolutely no decor whatsoever. <laughs> like, true mystery science theater fashion, extremely low budge in Love every it. way possible, and it was so much fun. Super, super funny. Uh, at the Keller. Mm, nice. Yeah. Nice. Really, really fun show. Yeah, that's where uh, Middle Edition Schwartz was. Yeah, they did it the day after. Yeah. I wanted to go to um, the Symphony Ghostbusters. I did, too. Uh, I was Because it was the same day. I really wanted to go so bad. As Middle Ditch and Schwartz. And then they had it Sunday, too, but mm. I couldn't go. So I was like, why? But I walked by there. Later, and took a picture and saw all the people inside, like dressed up and stuff. That was pretty cool. Would you ever see something like that? Like what? Like uh, a a movie uh, with a live orchestra? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They Probably. did that with Ghostbusters at the Keller. Yeah, this between weekend. our shows. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I thought that'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah, it was really, like really funny. Oh. I probably would. 
And then because sometimes they do Star Wars. Uh, there's a Harry Potter one. There's coming a Nightmare up. Before Christmas one. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact about that: uh, the first year that Danny Elfman did his performances down in L.A., where he did all of the Tim Burton music that he's worked on, I went to go see it on Halloween. Oh, and was it in Danny for Elf- uh, Hollywood uh, Forever? Uh, no, Forest it was Lawn? at. Um, I forgot, uh, Staples Center. Oh, okay. Because I know they've done something like that in the, or, no, the cemetery before. They but... have. They have. Uh, but... No, this one was mm. was that. And so they had some. They had the orchestra playing all of the Tim Burton music. And then Danny Elfman came out for the Nightmare Before Christmas segments and sang all of Jack Skellington's parts. Oh, neat. Yeah. That's rad. And Catherine O'Hara came out and sang Sally's song. Oh. It was fucking awesome. I know you don't like Shit's <laughs> Creek, but fuck. I love her. I like her. her in that show. I just don't like that show. Uh, I don't know. I still have to watch That's it. Fine. I haven't gotten there yet. It, oh, God. I love it so much. I'm super hooked on 90 Day, 90 Day Fiance right now. I know you aren't. It's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I love that. That's a thing. It's a garbage gem. It's a true garbage gem. Sure. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It sounds like a Almost true garbage Almost everything. Gem. Oh, it's great. It sounds real... Yeah. Real rough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. My favorite Before. is Angela and Michael. I think that's her name. She lives in Georgia and she is a Mima of six. Ooh. Her daughter lives with her and her, her mom lives with her and her six grandchildren, which are, I'm going to wager, each have a different father. They're all varying shades of brown. And uh, yes, her, her, her fiance is in Nigeria. Mm. Is he? He is. Oh, okay. he is. She's 54. He's 30. They want Sounded have... confident. Yeah. He's 30, <laughs> 32. He's young. He's very young. Okay. And she's just full of piss and vinegar, and they're going to have a baby, but somebody else is going to carry it. I'm not sure who. She's like 54. Fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she lives in this really little rural town in Georgia, and her family's real neat. <laughs> Neat. Sounds like you're. Uh, I think her trying to get around saying racist or. She's just real whiskey tango. Her her mom is got this big black thing on her face, and I can't tell if it's a flesh eating bacteria or if it's some sort of birthmark. But it's really gross, and she has no teeth, and she chews things that aren't there because you know how people with no teeth chew. They do the weird look like they're chewing cud thing. This sure. I'm gonna look up. This show and this lady. Oh, yeah. So 90 Day Fiancé, essentially, it's, you know, they're filing for the K-1, K-2 visa where you've got... Yeah, your fiancé visa. Yeah. It's the big black thing on her chin. Yes. Found her. (gasps) Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. I can can see. Looks like a hole in her chin. Right? Is it necrotizing fasciitis? Yeah. I I fucking... It looks like a flesh-eating bacteria. (laughs) I don't know. See, Angel's real upset because his visa is being denied, but she wants to get married in the United States because it's her taxpayer's right that her family gets to see her married in the U.S. Huh. Not in Nigeria. Okay. It's her taxpayer's right. That's the only reason. It's her taxpayer's right. Okay, girl. That her family gets to see her married in the United States. Okay. Sure. So they should just clear his visa, say okay, and fix it. (laughs) So she's in Nigeria now, and she's going to go over there and give somebody hell of some sort. I don't know what she's going to do, but I have to find out. I, of course. I mean, I so, would. Anyway. Yeah. 90 Day Fiance, y'all. Garbage gem. Yes. Garbage gem. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So uh, do we have any backhoes? I don't think we do. Do we? Yes. You? 
Do. Yay. Do. So, um, and I heard it when you said it. Oh, God. What it, it was me. Good. It was you. But I didn't say anything because I was hoping someone else would point it out. Okay. Nobody did. Great. Uh, so, we're talking about Gibby, Amazing Art, mm-hmm. and the one she did of me and Nick. And you said it was of Molly and Scalder. <laughs> That's not... Nope. Put that thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Mulder and Scully? There it is. Yeah. Well, see, that just goes back to the fact that I say things and people... It just... Nobody nobody questions. It just Or it, nobody just because pays it just, attention. it just comes out so naturally. They're like, yeah. oh, she knows exactly what the fuck she's talking about. No. Mully and Scalder. See? see? Mo- nope. Molly that was still and wrong. Scalder. And Scalder. That was still wrong. Huh. Molly and Skulder. Molly and Skulder. I still buy it. Right? Like if if they if the, <laughs> if X Files turned on tomorrow and that's been their name the whole time, wouldn't be shocked. Right? Not even a little. Uh, uh, that is delightful. Um, oh, I just had it. Is no. there another one? Um, no, it's not a backhoe, technically. But Shit, I was drinking tea. <laughs> Words are hard. We've Words said it. We've said it in almost every single episode. So that's not changing ever. No. Um, no. Okay. So when I was looking for photos to post for last mm. week's episode, mm-hmm. um, I found this really cool website. Um, it's called True Noir Stories. I don't mm-hmm. know if you got any from your oh, for, for your story. Charles Southern. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool. And I was looking if they had the um, the grid of well. They had the, circle of the, the name cards of all the people with mm-hmm. the pictures that I posted. Mm-hmm. I made it into like a grid or whatever. But uh, we were, I said something about what in the fuck would a 14-year-old girl have to will to anybody? She it was her trust. No, she, her will was stating she did leave a will. Right. Devereaux was her mm-hmm. name, which is mm-hmm. very cute. Um, left a will stating who was to get her rock collection and her basketball Along with her $125,000 trust fund. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, so that's what a 14-year-old girl has to leave in a will. A rock collection and a basketball. Right. A.K.A. you're full of shit, full of lady. Shit. Fucking so full, of full of shit. I will fuck. Where do you live? <laughs> She's dead. She's dead. Where, does she, where did she live? Uh, Texas. Yeah. I want to fuck her house. <laughs> Do I it. a whole state to, fo- to fuck around. Someone is going to be real upset when you knock their trailer over. <laughs> Right? They're like, she don't live here no more. I'm going to fuck right through that whole state until oh, I get to her God. house. <laughs> and probably past her house because I won't know when I actually And she was in Dallas, her. so we get to call it Randy Does Dallas. Yeah! <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Drink! <laughs> you got it. It was Do a it. song. That wasn't she a choice. It. We didn't have to vote on Do that it. one. It was a song. That's how it goes. Wait, when we say it, when we come up when with we, a song? Yeah, when we sing. They have oh, to take a drink. That's a rule. Yeah. That's a rule. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. So, all right. Well, who we goes st- first? You do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. Yes. Yes, you do. Sure. Okay. I literally just looked. So, this is a story that I keep. It's on my list. I've got on my list. I've got my Pinterest. I've got my this. I've got my lists. And it's one that I go to and I almost start it and then I don't and I don't because it could literally be 10 pages long because I could rabbit hole down so many different directions with this one particular story. Really? So I really had to bring it in. yeah. So I'm just going to preface this story by hopefully we all remember, you know, Indiana Jones and... uh, 
the Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Sure. Sure. And how Indy was having to fight the Nazis to keep from getting control of the Ark of the Covenant to use the powers, harness the powers for, mm-hmm. for evil, correct? Right, right. <laughs> then they ended up displaying it, and right. they looked away while everybody's yeah. rich, well, grubby little fingers melted off their face. Right. Well, you know, I'm just, just the, the, that particular story is not too terribly far off. Mm. Mm. Yes. So this is the story of the Vril Society. Ooh. Anyone? You heard of it? The what society? Vril. V-R-I-L. No. Okay. Not even a little. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to start at the beginning. Um, in May of 1871, a novel called The Coming Race was published anonymously by Blackwood and Sons of Edinburgh and London. But by the end of the year, it had come out that it had been written by a man named Edward Bulwer Lytton. Bulwer Lytton was an English writer and politician. He was the one who actually coined the phrase, the pen is mightier than the sword. Mm. And his writing genres covered a pretty broad spectrum, including historical fiction, mystery, romance, science fiction, the occult, and secret societies. Some believe that his books were full of facts hidden within fiction. So I'm going to break down a quick synopsis of this novel, The Coming Race, because it is very pertinent. This is the synopsis, a la D. A young rich traveler, who is the narrator of the book, visits his homie, who's a mining engineer. They go hit up a giant chasm that was discovered in an, an exploratory shaft. The two rappel down. Rich dude makes it. His homie's rope snaps. He dies. Rich guy's down there, comes across a being that looks like an angel. Angel dude shows him around. Turns out they got a whole ass world down there. Angel dude introduces him to his wife, two sons, and a daughter. Whose name is I shit you not, Z, Z E E. That's me. And real quick, yes. So, uh, remind me how they he got. So this is just the story of a dude who fell into. This a cave? is my breakdown of a synopsis this of an is entire story novel. Of a dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and right. did you say experimental shaft? Exploratory. Uh, okay. Shaft. Minor and Exploratory shaft. shaft. <laughs> it's an exploratory shaft, and they found a giant chasm. All right, so the angel dude and mm. wife, two sons, daughter, mm. C. They explained to Rich Dude that they are the Vrilya. They all have telepathic and parapsychological abilities. They can transmit info. They can erase pain. They can put you to sleep a la mind meld. Basically, any sci-fi power you could imagine, they had. Okay. Uh, they also have the... An all-permeating fluid they called Vril, which was actually an energy force that spiritually elevated its host. It's how they were able to communicate with Rich Dude. A la Man in the Mountain. Yeah, Old Man in the Crater. Yes. So. I hate it. What have I said about caves for nearly 50 episodes? Fuck Fuck them. Okay, so (laughs) energy force, spiritually elevated host, blah, blah, blah. But that's how they were able to communicate. The Vril, yeah are descendants of an ancient civilization called the Ana, who lived under in underground caverns linked by tunnels. They originally lived above ground, but a flood forced them into the earth. Atlantis, let's be real. Tunnels, fuck uh-huh. them. They were a utopian society where women were stronger and larger than men. Okay. And the women were the ones to pursue men in their romantic relationships. They marry for three years. And at that time, the man decides if they are going to stay married or be single. If they choose to be single, homegirl goes and finds another dude. Sure. Well, so rich guy falls in love with Z, 
Her dad ain't having it. He orders her brother to kill him. So Z gets him to the chasm. He goes back up and he warns anyone who will listen that when the real Yah run out of space underground, they'll take over the earth and destroy mankind in the process. That is the synopsis of the novel The Coming Race. Okay. 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 That Got is it. that is just it's just pertinent to the story. Okay. Gotcha. I was like, so, what the fuck? How did we get to fucking Daffy Town so well, goddamn fast? Well, it's the novel. Right. The Coming Race. Okay. Okay. Now let's get to Hitler. <laughs> okay. Yay! Great segue. So Hitler. Experimental. Right. And this is why this story, I could, I truly could make a 10-page Yeah. I, or I could just make like 10 different stories out of it, which is probably what I'm going to end up doing. Yeah. For all of you, you y'all probably know I'm a fucking diehard history nerd. Oh so, boy, um, Hitler into mm. some weird ass shit, as we all know. Sure. Uh, as his... my my good friend Elron Hubs. Yep, Elron Hubs too. Oh, Elie yeah. Hubs. Oh, this this L. all Hubs. is just reeking of. I'm like, oh, oh, that sounds like fucking. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just Scientology. No, I just heard it in my head as Chris Farley just saying El Hubs. Like yeah. El Nino, and made myself laugh. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I'm, I, I'm not sorry about it though. But. So, <laughs> it's Hitler a thing I did. and his crazy ass and all his crazy ass homies tried to appropriate all kinds of shit. Of course, Indian myth, Tibetan spirituality, Japanese warrior codes, all of which the Nazi Party saw as lost teachings of an ancient Aryan race. No, you're just stealing from other cultures. That's all. Mm. Um, the SS had a witch division. Did you guys know that? No. I did not. Yeah. They had an entire witch division of witches that their job was to go throughout Europe and find all the evidence possible of the witch trials throughout all of Europe. See, originally what they were trying to do was prove that it was the Judeo-Christian, which, okay, they're going to break it down. They're only going with the Judeo part. They're trying to blame the Jews. Yeah. Or the witch persecutions, because ah. they're insane. Also, but, yes. again, they had an entire witch division. Uh, Himmler himself had a castle that was essential, essentially an occult lair where he had an old sage named Wisethor who claimed <gasps> to be descended from gods. Because, of course. Wisethor. Yeah, he had this full-on fucking occult lair in a castle. Um, anyway, I could go on and on about their weird-ass cult shit, but... Like I said, that's for like five other episodes because there's so, so much weird occult shit. Um, now, there is no solid proof or evidence, solid historical proof that the real society really, truly existed. Uh, there's a lot of shit on the interwebs about whether or not Maria Orsic ever really existed or if she's a fiction of conspiracy theorists' imaginations. But y'all probably know me enough by now to know I love a good conspiracy theory. So here we go. Maria Orsic, or Orstich on certain sites, but Orsic is much easier to say, was a psychic medium and a member of the Vril Society, which was a group of female psychics in contact with aliens in the Aldebaran solar system, which is in the constellation of Taurus. They grew their hair long. Like, past the ass, Crystal Gale long. Because the hair acted like an antenna for their communications with the aliens. 
After World War I, Maria started to follow the German national movement and moved to Munich. German national movement was the precursor to the Nazi party. Mm-hmm. Um, there she discovered the Thule Society, which was a secret occult society that was into a thing called free energy. So Maria and her friend, now Trout, T-R-A-U-T-E? Trout, trout, or, trout or Trout? Trout, sure. They joined that group. And then within it, formed the all-female inner circle, the Vril. Their objective was to talk to the aliens via their luscious locks and to try to get more knowledge about how to harness the energy that they use and to glean what info they needed and could to feed, to to give to Tool, which then all went to the budding Nazi party. Okay, so just to recap. Yes. We have... Uh, a subgroup within a subgroup within a subgroup in the preliminary Nazi party yes. that thinks that through their long, lustrous hair, yes. they can communicate with aliens in a solar system yes. in uh, the well, what it, constellation. It is in the Taurus constellation, but it is the... Oh, God, where did it go? It starts with an A, Alder, Alder, Alder. Alderaan. Nah. Yes. <laughs> That's not a thing. Aldebaran. Aldebaran. A-L-D-E-B-A-R-A-N. Sure. Aldebaran solar system. We're not in the constellation Taurus. Okay. So that's where we're at right now. Yes. Okay. Um, Jesus. Right. (laughs) Hey, he might pop up sometime in the story. We don't know yet. (laughs) Right? So Maria and her homegirls with really, really long hair. Yeah. Talking to the aliens. Uh Give that information to the Thule who give it to the budding Nazi party, the German socialists. And the Thule are like the leaders of the no, sub the Thule, So when she moved to Munich, she's like, oh, this is right after World War I. She's following the movement. She goes to Munich. She meets up with this group called the Thule, who oh, is got it, got it, got it, an okay. occult secret society. Okay. That's just the name of the group. So she above. joined the occult secret society. She's like, hey, this is what I can do. Look at, I can, we can talk to aliens with our hair. And so we're going to get all this information and so that you can give it to this budding Nazi party. Dope. Got it. So that they can be the best. All right. Essentially, is it? Oh, boy. So after making contact with the extraterrestrials, Orsic transcribed the information in two different scripts. The first was a secret German Templar language that she did not personally understand. The second was an ancient language used by the Thule. They had their own little weird fucking language. So once the transcriptions were translated into German, the Vril were shocked. The aliens had given Orsic extremely detailed instructions for constructing a flying saucer. Okay. Okay. Sure. Mm -hmm. The aliens, yes, there we go. I just said that. So in 1922, they started to build, build, okay, the Reichsflush. Fuck, hold on. I, I had it earlier. I have a question. Is this the bell? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's one of them. It's one of the bells. It's one of them. Okay, I remember seeing this. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Reichsflugscheiben. 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 Dr. Christina, if you're listening, I am sorry. Reichsflugscheiben? Scheiben? 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 Anyway. Or, she's screaming at or, her. It just, device she's, right now. Oh, she is. She is. <laughs> she is. She thinks it's hilarious. I do. Um, or we can just call it the Nazi UFO. 
which yeah. is what that Yay! essentially translates to. <laughs> yeah. The Reichsflugenschilung yep. translates to Nazi UFO. Perfect. So Hitler becomes can- cha- Chancellor, Chancellor uh-huh. of Germany, 1933, mm-hmm. and the SS confiscates the entire fucking project. Uh, yeah. They're like, yep. You I remember seeing that. this. I remember seeing <laughs> bits and pieces of this story on the most accurate place you can find history information about aliens. South Park? Huh? Ancient aliens. No, close. South Park. No. I don't YouTube. Know. History Channel. Oh, okay. History well, history Ancient Channel. Aliens is on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said close. So, <laughs> same oeuvre. <laughs> so in 1933, it's like, it's like the word. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> I saw an opportunity and I took it. <laughs> I think Z and I might be on a very similar page that you and I are on a lot of the time. So this may be an interruptosaurus of your. Uh, I like the interruptosaurus though. That's a good one. It's a, it is a good one. That's a Kate Warehouser. Oh, she's coming back. She is. She'll be uh, here on the twenty third. Yeah, next week. No, this week. This week. I don't know dates or days or time. Fuck it. Time is a construct. Amen. So what happens when you're unemployed? I'm like, what day is it? <laughs> Where am I? Help! That's anyway. how I feel over the holidays. I never know what day oh, it is. It really fucks. That me also up. Otherwise, didn't. I always know what fucking. That day didn't is help I'm either. Always fucking at work. Yeah, Being unemployed through the holidays, and then you just get that weird patch between New Year's and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. like, why? Yeah. Time. There's too much mm-hmm. of it, and I don't know any about it. Time is a construct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. Anyway, so 1933, SS, like, yep, nope, this is ours, thank you. For me, it's like I can see them just being like, ah, we gotta maybe just hide this a little bit until we're like, Apex. No, just, no, they came in like, no. this and is then, ours now. Took it. Okay. This belongs to us now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, accents. Yes. Drink. Yes. That is another one. It is. Yeah. yeah. We believe in nothing. We believe in nothing, Lebowski. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> We're nihilists. She cut off her toe. Dance now. <laughs> that, were you going to check in Mike yeah. Myers? Yeah. Because that's exa- that's my, where my head oh. always goes to with hilarious German accents. Was Anywho. it Dieter? Dieter, Dieter. yes. Yeah. And now we from dance. What? Uh, from SNL. SNL, Mike Myers. Oh, sure, sure, sure. SNL. In his black turtle. Ah, drink. He's always ah. black and white. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so good. yes, please go on. You have nowhere near as many pages as the story calls for. No, I know. I know. I'm telling you, it could be I ten. Could this be, is my condensed oh, version. So far I've got more. so many. I've got so many more stories just off this one. Part yeah. one. This is part in, in. You probably part have in. part in of like twenty. Yeah, probably. You could probably get twenty parts. Out yeah, because I mean, it's that's the same with El the, the the dual society itself. There's not a whole hell of a lot on. But thereafter, like I just that, backhanded my microphone. <laughs> it, they started right after World War One, and they were into some real weird shit, like the the what is the the Staff of Destiny or the Stick of Destiny or the something. There was a horror movie that started out that way. What was it? And there was a stick. It was a stick. <sighs> God damn it! That's gonna not the me you now. said Staff of Destiny. Something the of Destiny. Spear of Destiny. Spear of Destiny. That pierced Christ's side. Yeah. His, and his what horror location? movie started with that one? There's a horror movie that started with it, the, the Spear of Destiny. You said Destiny. The first thing I thought of was Pick of Destiny, which is fucking Jack Black. Was it Constantine? Hold on. Mm. Yeah, there is a Constantine uh, Spear of Destiny. Thank you. Fuck. Business. All right. Whew. 
Yeah, look at me. Look Good at me job. doing stuff and things. Horror movies. A little sweat on the brow. Whew. Anyway, so yeah, but like they're into weird kind of shit like okay. that. And okay. then it just sort of evolved. And <gasps> Ooh. Anyway, so 33, Hitler. Got this it. is mine now. And um, researchers believe that the information channeled by Orsic led to Nazi Germany's creation of futuristic flying saucers, which it did. Some historians point to the alleged Nazi use of so-called Foo Fighters or unidentified flying objects during uh-huh. World War II as evidence of the country's superior aircraft technology. Well, clearly Dave Grohl knows what's up. Well, yeah. That's what it, that's what they named it after. Mm-hmm. They did have several flying saucers. The Bell was one of them. Dave Grohl. Mm-hmm. Email us, ghostandhose at gmail.com. Yeah. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Come on the show. Be in a video. Bring Put one of your on guitars Patreon. to give away. Do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll donate proceeds to a guitar auction to the fucking Doe Project if Dave Grohl listens to this show, and I'm sure that he does. Sure. With Drake <laughs> and Ben Schwartz. And ben fucking Schwartz, Jim sure as hell. Um, Stephen King. Stephen King, yes. Bob Lor- Cranmer. Lorraine Warren before she passed. Jim Caviezel. I know, Dave Grohl. Uh, the kids from, the real kids from the the, the Conjuring? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. real family? Yep. The parents? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So after they all this- They actually could. The real- They actually could. Oh, yeah. The real <laughs> disappeared. There are those that think that Maria and her ladies, the real, left Earth for Aldebaran. Now, Hermann Oberth was one of Germany's top rocket designers during World War II, and he said- that the Germans had knowledge of aliens. He eventually moved on to work on U.S. space programs, and according to Oberth, the Nazis could not take credit for their advancement in scientific fields. He said that they had gotten assistance from highly intelligent extraterrestrials. So if Hermann Oberth is believed, then that could confirm the existence of the Vril Society and Maria Orsic. Ooh. So, that is the weird-ass fucking mindfuck I society. feel like I don't want you to be finished with that. Yeah, there's so now, much more. There right is now. a lot more. I, there, I, 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 you basically just gave us like the, the, the tip. I just gave you the tip. The, the, just the tip. You didn't give it's us the tip. the tip. You gave us the intro to a novel. <laughs> you gave us the introductory like 10 paragraphs to a whole fucking novel series. Yeah, there's so much more. There's so much more. <sighs> there's so much more in the fucking weird ass occult shit within the Nazi party it is mind blowing yeah well I'll bet mind blowing but here's the thing they do there are blueprints or whatever they're called for these things they did mm-hmm. they did exist and this homeboy says oh yeah the no legit. the Germans did have yeah. they got their shit from aliens so if this guy yeah well that's the same scientist is to be believed then yeah well that's the same the fuck? with fucking Jack Parsons a rocket scientist yeah. That some people believe he was murdered because he had made contact with aliens. So there you go. So I wonder, and I'll Shit. I'll bet there is somewhere, some very, if any, fine thread that connects all of that weird horseshit to that. Yeah. So now my sources are Gaia, New York Magazine, The Sun, UK. Um, now the Wikipedia page for Maria Orsic was taken down. Oh. Interesting. The only Wikipedia pages that do exist are the conspiracy wikis, which I also used. Um, and it, that, that's the thing, is there's no real, true... Nobody knows if this person really, truly existed or Ooh. if it was fake. Some say it's fake, some say it's not. Either way, the Nazis had UFOs. I don't know. 
Okay. So, and there's weird shit. There's so much more weird shit. Oh, of course there is. But the interesting thing about the novel, The Coming Race, is, I mean, it, first of all, there's all the, yeah, you're right? Yeah. You look like a person who, like, you look like a, a, a person who recently became human and then decided to put glasses on her face for the first time. You guys, like, she put on glasses like eyeballs had only been in her immediate life for maybe four minutes. Oh, I couldn't tell if it was the glitter, like reflection from the glitter I'm wearing on my glasses or if there was something on my question? glasses. Yes. What did you do before you came here today? I had dinner with this guy. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And what are you doing after? No, because I'm wearing makeup and I don't look like a feral hobgoblin. Well, no, you have lots of glitter on. So you're well, dressing just... up for yourself and like fucking go for it that's... or you got something going on. Well, that's how I put glitter on my eyes when I go out in public. A lot of it, always. I use it to hypnotize men. So they just, they're like, oh yeah, anything you say. You want 17 drinks? I'll go get them. She's meeting. It's hypnotizing. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm meeting someone for drinks after. Okay. She's going to hypnotize them with glitter. Yeah, okay. that should be a song. It actually did work when I went to my show last night. Oh, good. Yeah, one of the judges we were talking, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is where the." He's like trying to tell me where name how names. much I'm not naming. <laughs> he's trying to tell me where the uh, like. He's like, "Oh yeah, that table's for comedians." I'm like, "No, I'm, I'm in this. I don't need to pay you money. I'm in the show." And he's like, "Oh," he's like, "I did not recognize you because I'm like, is it because of my eyes?" And he was like, actually, yes. <laughs> he was like, you're very sparkly. I was like, I know. Who was it? No. <laughs> you got so you close. Almost, you, almost, you got so almost close. You almost had me there. And I'll Did you see that? She was, was like, like ha, ha, ha. no. But no, it was really funny. Um, yeah. So, but no, really, I couldn't tell. I'm like, is that, is it glitter reflecting? Is it in my eye? What is, is it on my glasses? Weirdo. I don't know. She's a brill. Yeah. But yeah, so it there's there's I think it's interesting that this novel was written in 1871. We should go back and see when The Man in the Crater was written. Mm. I will find you find that for Old you right man now. In the crater? Old Man in the Crater. It's a story we did and it was it was uh Rainier. Yeah. There's so many fucking stories Shasta too about mm-hmm. mountains having these caverns and these weird beings aliens yep. that live inside of them what if all of our mountains are fucking full of aliens I what if that's a real fucking thing I'm high, well did you see I picked I posted a picture on our page that somebody had sent me it's a map detailing like all the cave systems across yeah, the US where people go and missing. then all of the mysterious disappearances uh-huh. they're the fucking same. Yeah, girl. Okay, like, so I know this isn't what you're looking for, but when you look up old man in the crater, yeah. it's just the tree in Crater Lake. Oh, yeah, no, that's dumb. No, it was one of our real early episodes. It was a story that Z did, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just find it interesting that there's so many different accounts of people living underground in under mountains. I mean, even Native Americans over in Shasta. I mean, there's reasons that they didn't go up there into certain places. It's because the people that lived in the mountains. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Either way, aliens. Where? Okay, Noel. What? What should I be even be looking for for Old Man in the Crater? Because oh, I just typed in Old Man in the Crater, which I have to imagine is just what you guys are calling. That's what it. we called it. It yeah. was a story by so, uh, a, Liminal. A... It's on Liminal Earth, I believe. It's a the website I got the idea from. Um. 
And they're in Seattle, so it's. Let's see. Oh, I think I may have found it. Mm-hmm. Uh, old man in the crate, not long to wait for. Almost immediately, there came, now rolling, now making an attempt to crawl, a figure of strange and grotesque appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like it'd be a thing. <laughs> uh, 1895. Okay. So that yours was, was 1871. So now, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Are there fucking right. aliens in our mountains, or is everybody pulling but from also, this one fucking story? Well, if you remember... They did say, the man did say when he saw the creature mm-hmm. in the crater mm-hmm. that um, it told him that they had to move underground. Right. So, well, now which this... is weird because that was fucking here and then right. that story was. Yeah. Well, this was 1871 and it was a very, very popular novel. So maybe it's the basis for all this other stuff, or Could maybe be. it, who the fuck knows? Anyway. I say. Aliens. Yeah. And but I yeah, say uh, especially fuck caves. That too. Sorry to just give y'all the tip, but there's so much more within the Nazi occult. It's just, I mean, insane, insane. Yeah. They had a witch division. Have you Witches. Got- have you guys covered uh, the? I haven't gone back and backlogged the episodes, so sorry. But um, have you guys done the stories of what have happened on the sets of The Exorcist while filming? I you did briefly, yeah. Okay, yeah, she um, did. Oh wait, we talked about yeah because yeah, it was yeah, yeah, the yeah. Halloween was the Halloween episode. Or, That's right. Yeah, the yeah. Halloween episode. Yeah. Briefly. Okay. Briefly touched on it during that episode. Yeah. Oh, speaking of yes, not that movie curses. Um, some random Twitter account tweeted a picture of Joe Beth Williams from the pool scene in Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, did you know that these skeletons were real human bones? And yeah. everybody was like, what? Oh, my God. So I just tweeted out like a million times. Hey, you should go listen to this episode of Ghosts and Hoes. <laughs> because, yes, When I did. talk about the curse of Poltergeist and then listen to this episode where I give you a lot of information about the fucking bone farming that happened in India to bring those bones to the States. You're welcome. Oh, wow. hey, we're th- yeah. thorough. Thorough. Yeah. We're thorough. But I did a, a screen recorded that, like a clip from that episode. Nice. And then I posted it, and it's been viewed the last time I looked. The clip has been viewed over 700 times. Nice. Oh, that's good. Yay. Yeah. Killer. Yeah. So killer, that was killer. cool. I was like, guys, like, rate, review, subscribe. Another side note. For those of you who have ridden the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, uh, when you go through the part where there's the the skeleton in bed who's a king, that skeleton skull, that's a real human skull. Nice. Did not know that. No wonder Disneyland's haunted. Yes. I don't know. I heard it's haunted. It probably is. I wouldn't be surprised. People died there. Sure. Oh, yeah. They're very good about hiding it. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's like, well, it has been many. It's only been like three or four people. Yeah. It's, they've been pretty. Weird they've had pretty good accidents. luck. Yeah, apparently, they also let cats out at night to catch yeah, rats. Rodent, yeah, yeah. So like, where do they put the cats during the day? Oh, they're they're, they they're in the back. They don't come out during the day because there's so many people. <gasps> they have they just hide. cats. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> like hundreds of cats that live in Disneyland. That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't know this. Did you guys know this? I didn't. I know lived. This. There. I lived there. I worked there. Like I lived in Disneyland. <laughs> I, I was, lived was there a lot. In the Swiss Family Robinson house. <laughs> I actually wanted to when I was little. I went to Disneyland. I wanted to stay and live in that tree in, house. I want to live in the Pirates of the Caribbean. 
Um, I well, like the smell of the water. It smells really bad. It does. All oh, the time. I like it the does. smell of that water. But I can't. There is like a lie. one in a million chance that Johnny Depp will surprise people one day, come in full makeup, and just stand on it's the true. ride. So, you know, you have that to maybe look forward to. Uh, I would jump out and tackle him. You would. <laughs> You would? I, I want to film it. That's a place that we actually need to go. Oh, we've never Disneyland? been to Disneyland. We haven't. It would be fun. Neither of you? I mean, oh, no, we've, we've been, been just, just not oh, together. Just not together. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Drink. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, and I think another rule should be anytime Danielle and I say the same thing at the same time, you should have to take two sips, one from each hand. Get two drinks. Sure. Sip and sip. Or put straws in and then... We there need to go. come up with different rules Double for different sips. kinds of games. Like, I want to have a game for Edward 40 Hands. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Although Edward 40 Hands in and of itself is a whole fucking thing they got to get through. Yeah. You know what that is? No. It's <gasps> when you- What? Uh, How? You duct tape two 40 oh, ounces. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that and call it Edward 40 Hands. I didn't hands. go to college. I didn't either. I didn't do that I in college. because I thought that was a college thing. Yeah, kind of. It's yeah. a that age thing. I'm old. Sure. 40s have always been gross to me. They so are. 32s, like a high life, is kind of as big as I'm willing to go. It's too many. It's still a lot. That's like a, a 24 lot of fluids. is kind of. Okay. 40s of Budweiser is what we always used to get when I was 18. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, mm-hmm. when you're 18 and drinking, don't do it. Do uh, it. Yes, do it. <laughs> don't do mm. it. That's underage. Yeah, don't do it. We can't promote that. 21. <laughs> It's when you drink and have your fun. My name's Grandma. How are you? <laughs> we are not advising that you drink before you're 21. No. But we did it. We did. That's because we're terrible people. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, yes. I always drank Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, sure. Because that's what people had. I was in college, God bless it, like 100 pounds. And also on seizure medication. Oh, so sure. my friends would be like, okay, well, I'm going to have this mics, And when I'm done with half of it, you can have the rest? I'm like, yay! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like 19-year-old, 100-pound idiot me. I'm like, this is the best! Yeah, like a bottle and a half of mics and 100-pound you is going to be trash. Oh, you're not wrong. It didn't exist when I was It's 18, disgusting. So. Or they, you had... Well, you had okay. Bartles you and had, James. You had wine oh, coolers. Wine coolers. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Right. I went, oh, this was Halloween. We had Bartles and James. Like, okay. Or the 10. California cooler, which came in a two-liter bottle. Ooh. Oh, gross. California cooler, two liter, is why I can't drink peach anything. Fair. When, so when did when did like Four Loco and oh, all that of those was the, that was like the mid two thousands. Like was Four it? Loco, from what I remember, was definitely like two thousand. I know that's when it started to gain popularity. Yeah, like two thousand four, two thousand five, when it was like, hey, here's this. Drink six and have your heart explode. <laughs> here's this. Drink one and have your heart explode. One. Yeah, it's and a terrible idea. Mad Dog. Oh, it's farm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you ever dog. have a four loco? Have you ever tried to party on a four loco? No, no thank you. I was an adult Rough. by the time that came out. There's no reason for me to. That sounds disgusting. No. I remember Sparks was yeah. also a thing uh-huh. that one of my boyfriends used to like. Just his Pound. favorite. His yeah. mom would buy them. She's like energy drinks. No. Oh, mama, there's a little booze in there. But they smelled like Smarties, oh. and it made me want to barf out of my eyeballs. I remember when Zimas came out. Zimas <gasps> were the thing. Hey, the speaking club. of Zima, that is fucking White Claw and Zimas. I was just going to say, all the yeah. things that we've been talking about, that's White Claw now. Yeah, yeah pretty much, yeah. 
Yeah, except I don't think Zima had the no sugar, no cal, no none of that. Uh, I just think that it was just a fun, clear malt liquor. Is I all don't remember. I remember my friend and I sneaking sips of an open Zima in the fridge one time. Ooh, you Yeah, I, it was. We were like, oh. What? It's pretty gross. <laughs> this tastes like what pine soul smells. From what I recall, it's pretty gross. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so that's not why we're here. That's Anyhow. not why we're here. What you got? What you got? What you got? So, um, speaking of weird things. It's a weird thing day. Bonkers stories that we've wanted to do since the beginning of Banoons. this podcast. Yes. Straight up balloons. This is a story that I've, it's actually been on my list since we started the show. Bitchin'. Brain twins. Uh, why? This is weird as hell. Okay. Now, I like to think, personally, my philosophy is all cryptids are aliens, but not all aliens are cryptids. I'll Fair. give you a second. Wait. Hold on. Everybody, okay. think about it. Sure. Okay. Kind of like sociopaths. Yeah. 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 Sounds like, you know, that's how I, you don't have to agree with me. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I try and explain it to people, because I'm like, well, wouldn't that be a cryptid? I'm like... Yes. Yeah, so we're like, wouldn't this be an alien? Yes. But, you know, like, tomato, tomato. Sure. Yeah. So, we all love a good alien story. We all love a good cryptid story. What about the ones that can't be explained? Ooh. Mm. So today, I'm going to tell you all about the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Ooh. Mm. It's weird shit day. Mm-hmm. Into it. Aliens abound. Yeah, take drink. a drink because I'm singing a song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're welcome. Um, so, sightings of these weird little dudes seem to begin in the 1990s, oh. but their popularity, I guess is the word I want to use, uh, seemed to skyrocket in 2007. Zima. Zima. It's Zima. Toxic Zima hallucinations. Oh, I was like... <laughs> What? No, 2007 would have probably been toxic for Loco. I don't think Zima existed anymore. Um, So Fresno resident Jose, his real name has not ever been revealed, um, and he has since passed away. Okay. Um, He decided to set up security cameras to see if he could figure out what was causing his dogs to bark in the middle of the night. No way, Jose. (laughs) Uh, Like, I mean, he put them up for actual security purposes as well, but having two giant idiot dogs myself... I get it. Mm-hmm. I want. I also I'm like. Yeah, I want to find out what they're barking at. Probably yeah. nothing in the middle of the night. Um, but imagine Jose's shock when the footage he recorded didn't show a raccoon or an intruder. No, no. What he had captured on film is probably the most bizarre thing I've seen in a while. Oh no! Yeah. So the footage shows two white creatures, no more than four feet tall, walking eerily across the yard. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, one, they say, was like three and a half feet. The other was maybe three feet. And just walking across his yard. Uh, so naturally, they were freaked out. Uh, so you saw the video? Oh, yeah. Okay. Are they see-through? No. Okay. I'll show you. It's, okay. It's fucking weird. Okay. Um, so they called the police. Right. You don't know what else to do. Naturally, the cops showed up and were like, yeah, it's weird as fuck, homie, but there's nothing we can do. <laughs> like, yeah, right? I, don't, I don't know. Uh. Um, so, Jose then took the footage to Univision, the station, right? Um, where it was in turn given to paranormal investigator Victor Camacho for analysis. And he had done bits on, like, not bits, but, like, pieces sure. on paranormal things on Univision on their news channel before. Okay. So, 
According to Camacho, while he wasn't sure if the footage was legit or not, he thought it would be best if the people of Fresno kept their animals inside and locked their doors just in case. Jesus. And that was actually, that came from a video from YouTube, from Univision, in Spanish, that I forwarded to my dearest friend, Alexis, and she translated for me. <laughs> I was like, what is he saying? I'm like, Tell me I'm now. catching like every other word. And I'm like, oh, I think I got it, but probably not. Help. So she translated yeah. for me. But he was like, um, just in case, lock your doors. Because I don't, I don't know if it's fake. I don't know if it's real. Just, just, just do it. Just in case. Um, he later stated that he believed the footage might be real and also presented his findings at a mutual UFO network or MUFON conference. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, in 2010, the video was played on the Sci-Fi Channel show, Fact or Faked, Paranormal Files. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm trying, it's awkward holding it like that, but I'm holding my paper in the sky. Maybe I have been possessed by an alien because I just cannot <laughs> seem to get my body to work today. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> Guys. Are you, are you on a struggle bus? I myself am a situation right now. <laughs> I, again, may need an adult. I don't know why. One of those days. Anyhow. Um, so, fact or faked, paranormal files. Yes. Believe it was hosted by Ben Hansen. Okay. Sounds right. That, yeah. Um, so, investigators from the show went out to search for the creatures, but came up empty-handed. They then attempted to recreate the creatures in order to rule out a hoax and see how easy it would be to fake the footage. Uh, one test included having a kid dressed in a sheet and walking across a yard. Okay. And another one involved using different puppets. At the end of the day, the team concluded that the footage was, quote-unquote, unexplainable and too difficult and damn near impossible to fake. Okay. Therefore, they found it to be authentic. Other folks strongly disagree with that. Uh-huh. By the way, in fact, YouTube creator Captain Disillusion was able to recreate the creature using digital manipulation of a video that he had filmed of himself walking down an alley while holding a watermelon. That sounds insane. Don't worry. I'm about to explain what these things look like. So that makes sense. Okay. So, um, so that is dedication to proving a hoax. Um, and also hilarious to think about. Like somebody just gets that mad at right. seeing they're like, it's wrong. And Julia, go buy me a watermelon. And okay. just filming and it's too much time, my guy. It's a lot of time. Yeah. So that's a thing that he did. Uh the folks over at Parent uh Para Breakdown said that they were able to recreate the original video in three tries by using a cloth puppet and wire. So the wire was strung between two points on the puppet and was then pulled from one spot to another. They later went back in and edited the wires out. However, the original footage that we see today that Jose provided uh-huh. um, was actually recorded from the security camera from a handheld like VHS recorder. Okay. So it's a video of a video. Um, and the security cameras were reported that um, it was the kind that record over itself after a certain amount of time mm-hmm. and there wasn't any kind of technology he had to well yeah put it on a computer this? i mean that was in 2007 right it's... so the technology was not 
there yet. Right. And these other videos were post 2010, which because yeah, we've worked not with that long, but those long kinds enough. Of cameras before, and you're exactly. like, okay, so this is all. How do we get it off? <laughs> like, uh oh, who has a Betamax player? Because we need it. Security cameras are not easy to no just no. do things with. No. sometimes. So, um, yeah, video manipulation, 2007. And what did Jose do exactly? And he never for even a living. Like, I he, mean, I you can't you'd really have find to be pretty good at this shit. To... Yeah, the only thing that I know about him. Is that his name is quote unquote Jose? Mm-hmm. Um, he was seems fishy <laughs> when he met with Victor Camacho because he when he saw the original tape before like Univision gave it to him before he did his piece on it mm-hmm. for Univision, uh, he wanted to meet with the guy and talk to him about it because he's like, well, this is weird as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. who is this guy? So wanted to meet with him, and the guy was terrified. To do it. And so he eventually agreed to meet with him and speak with him on camera, but he didn't want his face shown mm. ever. And he was okay, so Jose. It's not financial gain. And no, and they didn't want, he didn't want his name in the papers. He mm-hmm. didn't want any of that. And he's like, I don't, mm. and he was scared of these fucking weird things in his yard. So he's like, we good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So doesn't sound like someone who's trying to fake it. Exactly. So, and also, like, as a, why would why he had no nothing why does anyone to gain? Fake any, but what it's is true. That, why does anyone fake that kind of shit so that they can get on TV? They yeah. can get on whatever. But if he's wanting no part of it, it just kind of tells me that that's not what he's in it for. Exactly. Um. So, all right. Now that that's all out of the way, you might be wondering what these questionable little fucks looked like. I do. Yes. So let me I tell am. you. Great. Awesome. Here we go. I always. <laughs> <laughs> so Fresno nightcrawlers appear to be. And I'm going to sound very fancy. Ooh. Armless bipedal humanoids. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Between three and three and a half feet tall, with the majority of their height being made up of their legs. They're incredibly thin, have tiny heads, and seem to be white in color. Basically, they look like spooky sentient pants. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Look it up. Uh, Spooky, sentient pants. Yes. The creature, which has been called an extraterrestrial insectoid, appears to walk like a spider. I hate everything you're saying to me. Yeah, I'm not a fan at all. Kind of like a very creepy daddy long legs. I'm not Um, feeling this at all. There's also some some sightings. People say that their knees look like they're bending backwards, which I really hate. I hate that a lot. Yeah, I hate it a lot. Um, They also seem to travel in pairs, which is... Why? Why must right, you? Right. Um, Just like black-eyed kids. Yes. One of the creatures, again, is a bit taller than the other, but they never seem to do anything aside from walk around creepily. So. Okay. Uh, one Carmel man, a retired Marine. Oh, Carmel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carmel by the sea. <laughs> he stated that he witnessed a creature that had, quote, long muscular legs, no jawline, no face, no hands, and knees that appeared to bend backward. He also said that the creature was leaning forward and in pursuit. Oh. Yeah. Many people believe that this sighting predates Jose's video and that it was the first sighting of the Fresno Nightcrawler. Though some believe the man witnessed the Carmel area creature, which is nearly identical to the Fresno Nightcrawlers, but taller. Interesting. Hmm. So, speaking of sightings, 
you'd think that there would be more of this elusive weirdo, but there truly aren't that many. Okay. That's not to say they don't exist. In March of 2011, cameras had been installed throughout Yosemite National Park in order to catch some heathens that had recently been trespassing and causing damage to the area. Fucktards. It just heinous buttholes. Um, (laughs) Instead of capturing a group of idiot teenagers, park officials were instead greeted by the unnerving sight of two spider-gliding pairs of alien pants just walking around one of the trails. Oh, I don't think I like this. Uh, Despite the handful of reported sightings, no one has ever mentioned actually encountering the creatures up close and personal. They're always just caught on video. Yeah, unlike, well, and then some people have seen them, but nothing, like, super close. Right. Which is unlike other cryptids or extraterrestrials. The sightings, while odd for sure, were all benign and kind of boring. Okay. Just, they're they're walking. Pants! Here's some sentient pants walking through the park. Pants, 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 pants. Just some pants taking a walk through the park at night. Yeah! (laughs) Pants! Drink. Um, Yeah. Everybody's doing the pants, pants dance. Everybody pants now. (laughs) You crossed a line. I'm not sorry. It's the last episode. I'm not sorry at all about it. God bless it. (laughs) Um, What? (laughs) Pants. Yes. Yosemite pants. Yes, 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 yes. They didn't seem to want anything, and they certainly never damaged anything or hurt anyone. Uh, Since the Yosemite footage made the rounds, sightings of the Fresno Nightcrawlers seems to have dwindled. There have been a few reported, but they mainly seem to have disappeared back to wherever they came from. Uh, Similar... Entities have been sighted outside of California um, and have been spotted in Indiana and Poland. Huh. These sightings, however, seem to be more closely related to the Carmelary creature due to the reported height of the things. But then again, maybe they're all the same species and the shorter ones are juveniles. I don't know. That's just my own conjecture. Uh, sure. I have no idea. Um, some believe that there is local Native American lore surrounding the beings and mysterious photos of statues depicting them have been photographed and shared across the Internet. Allegedly, there are also carved wooden statues outside of a California DMV that bear an uncanny likeness to the Nightcrawlers, uh, but there's zero information on the carvings that would tie them to any kind of native myth or legend. Um, they certainly haven't been confirmed to be of the Nightcrawlers, and why would they be? Right. But it's a weird, like, very big wood carving with a head and then long, skinny legs. It's... I hate it. Because it has a face. Um, but... Then again, we have plenty of expensive and inexplicable pieces of art around Portland, so who fucking knows? A fair. Like, they're like, yeah, that looks good. Build it. Here's six million dollars. Right? There's that one building that looks like the fucking Borg. <laughs> At the it end does. of the fucking... Uh, is it the end of the Burnside yeah. Bridge? Yeah. Yes. Oh, the, the, the dumbbell. I don't know. It just looks like the Borg. The big, white, fucking swirly ass? No, the no. Black, the, the black, black one? one. Oh, Oh, the monolith. Looks like the Borg. It's yeah. eyesore. It's or the eyesore. weird pendulum thing by Powell's. Oh, yeah. That thing's I actually, oh, my yeah. high school English teacher, his best friend was the architect behind that. Like, he was like, I'm going to assume real stoned. I was like, guys, you know, it'd be fucking cool. Right? <laughs> this well, thing. And then all, there's all the weird art at the end, uh, the start or end, depending on which side you're going to. Uh, Hawthorne Bridge. Like oh, the weird yeah. weird rusty looking art. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawthorne Bridge and the, what's the other one? The the one, uh, fuck. 
takes it, puts you onto Belmont. Why am I not be able to? The Morrison think? Bridge. Thank you, Morrison yeah. Bridge. All the rusty same art. art. Yeah. yeah, Hawthorne and Morrison had the same thing going on. Just big True. old rust art pieces. Yes. Weird. Rusty dicks. Very. Dicks. I don't know what I'm just saying. Mm. Rusty dicks. dicks. That sounds like a hilarious, a like, a porn name, Rusty Dicks, or a reporter from, like, Ooh. the 40s. Rusty Dicks, yeah. yeah. Hi, Rusty Dicks. Rusty Dicks on the scene. <laughs> Rusty Dicks could be ginger porn. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> Rusty Dicks strikes again, read all about it. Yeah, Mr. Dicks. God bless it. Got a nickel for shining your shoes? <laughs> God, you guys are so trashed by what we're 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 an hour and eight minutes in. If you don't have alcohol poisoning, you're not listening to this show right. <laughs> He's not wrong. Anyhow, Anywho, where are we? So what are they? What are they? What the fuck are they? I want to see what they look like, dude. No one knows what they are. No one. Uh, Michael Banty, resident and founder of Weird Fresno, has said, quote, unquote, there's like a dictionary of different cryptids or strange creatures. Like there's Bigfoot and the Chupacabra. There's never been this before. And no one has really been able to determine what it is. Banty hasn't decided if the original footage is a hoax or not, but he's still waiting for another video for further investigation. Victor Camacho left his lecture a bit more open for interpretation by stating, could be extraterrestrial, could be elves, I don't know, whatever you want to think. As always, there are many theories or wild conjecture, which include the Fresno Nightcrawler being an alien, a new species of primate with unfortunately tiny arms, a gazelle walking upright, an as-yet-undiscovered mammal of some kind, a weird puppet, or quite possibly, sentient pants. I'm going with sentient pants. And sentient pants. The Fresno Nightcrawler. Fuck. Uh, my sources were cryptids.fandom.wiki, because I love saying it. Ranker, as always. Laura Allen. Gaia.com. Paul Wagner. And the Fresnobee.com, an article by Carmen George. Yeah, right? They're fucking weird. Dude. There are a lot of the videos that are newer have been hoaxes. I'm just looking at the pictures. Yes. But there's a huge community now that kind of like Mothman where people just love fucking Mothman. Right. People like they there's Fresno Nightcrawler art. I just saw a gal on Twitter that did the hand felting, like little felting creatures. Nope. <laughs> We yeah. don't need those sentient pants. No. And they're white. Why are there white tight pants walking around that field? It's so weird. I don't know. Have you seen the video? No, I haven't gotten to the video yet. It's, again, a Bunooners. Huh. But yeah. I've been, it's been on my, my list of things for Aver. Oh, so weird. I want to see the Yosemite video, too. Mm-hmm. Fucking weird, dude. Yeah. They're really weird looking, y'all. They are. They look like pants. Yeah, I don't... They. It's weird. It's very creepy. It's very creepy. I don't like watching... There's the video, the main video. I'm like... I don't like this. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like this at all. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... It's kind of like just legs. Yeah. Teeny tiny little head. If a head at all. God bless it. She there. She lit. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. 
But yeah, so that's the oh, the Fresno Nightcrawlers. I'm watching a video now. Hold <gasps> yes. on, give me a second. It's loading or something. I don't want you guys just come on. But yeah, you, it says you be the judge. I'm trying to be the judge, man. Let's go. I'm trying to. Trying. Oh, here we go. Original footage. All right. This is going real slow, guys. Oh, here we go. All right, it's on. It's on. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are they walking like pants? They're walking like fucking pants. What is that? I hate it, is what it is. I hate it. What is that? I. It's a fucking Fresno Nightcrawler. What, what that is? I'm not sure. Here, look. I'm just. Oh, I saw. Just fucking going. just pants strutting their ass right across a big fucking field. Yeah. I'm just going with fucking al- sentient and alien I don't like pants. the way its legs move. No. No, it's like this big bow-legged kind yeah, of thing Yeah, it's like a daddy on. long legs, but just two of them. If yeah. a daddy long legs had... If you took six legs off of like a daddy it. long legs and made it huge, I feel like that's what it would look like. With these weird flowy... There's like, what are they? Pieces of shit. Gaucho pants? <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> Except they move weird. Yeah. It's, it's like, like maybe it's like gills or It's unsettling. Because or... it's kind of like a, it's a weird It flow. moves weird. It doesn't move. It's not like pants. It's not an article of clothing. No. It's part of whatever this thing is. And I yeah. hate it. And, and I it hate it. It moves in a really weird, flowy kind yeah, it's of just, way. I it creeps me out the same way as watching a spider walk. I'm sorry, just, I don't, I don't know that like that they, I don't like sure. the way that they move. I don't like the way it moved either. No, it's so. uncomfortable. Whatever they are, they're dinafire, dinafire, dinafire. They seem to be. <laughs> they seem weird to things. be very uh, chill. I guess just, sure, just strutting. It's yeah, all they I wanna, do. I'm going to go home now. i got to find the bow, video bow, of the one bow, in Yosemite. Bow, I'm real bow, curious bow, now. Bow, 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 bow. But yeah, so fucking... Jamesies. Fuck, sorry. <sighs> Nightcrawlers, y'all. That's weird as fuck, and I'm into it. Yeah. But I hate it so much. Agreed. Oh, so. that was a fun one to do, finally. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let's do it. But yeah, there was a girl on Twitter. Um, I'll have to go back and find her so I can share it all with you. Um, she makes the little, like felt hand felt creatures oh yeah and yeah, she yeah. does cryptids and so she has mothman she's got the fresno nightcrawler oh, and so i sent her i commented on one of her piece the fresno nightcrawler that's actually what reminded me to do this story like, oh, yeah. i was like oh yes so i <laughs> have to find her name because uh, she's she just makes the cutest things but i told her i'm like hi have you ever made a bat squatch oh and she's like hmm. i don't know what that is so i was like let me fill you in. Here is an episode. You should listen to it and then make a bat squatch. There you go. There you go. So. Shit. Killed it. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. So if any of you have any information about the Vril Society. Ooh, or feel- the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Yeah, it, let us know. Please. Um, I intend to continue down my weird wormhole of weird Nazi yeah. occult shit. So uh, Vril Society was just the tip. My friends, the tip of the tip. Hey. Yes. Touch yeah. the tip. Just the little tip. Oh, also. Touch that um, tip. <laughs> Get tippy. Tip, tip, tip a canoe. Get oh, tippy with it. Da-na-na-na-na-na. That's a, that's a metal na, 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 na. Will Smith porn. 
cover song. <laughs> I love I don't know it. what I'm doing. I, I'm losing know. it. I'm losing it. It's like I've gone completely Banooners. Banoons. Um, but I like it. Yeah. Also, okay, so if you follow us on Facebook, thank you. And you've probably seen if you don't follow us on Facebook, do what that. What are you doing? What are you, what, what are you look at your life. Your look life. at your choices. Follow us on Facebook. What's wrong with you? Um, but we've been posting since, I think, yesterday, uh-huh. which will be many days ago when this comes out. Um, the UK True Crime Con ah, is yes. happening. Uh, we are not going yet. And that's where you come in. Ah. So, I mean, it's not like a thing that they told us to do, but it always looks good when people, you know, go on their page. Comment. Tell them you want us to go to the UK True Crime Con. Well, UK True Crime Con said, hey, who do you guys want to see at our con? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You want us to be there. Y'all go tell them all. To tell on them. the UK Crime Con. Crime Con. UK Crime Con. Words are hard. Yeah. <laughs> UK True Crime Con. That. You go. You tell them you want us to be they there. They asked. They did. Y'all answer. You better. And our chat page is on Facebook. Yes. The Ghost and Host You guys are squad. awesome. Getting to so know each cute. other in there. I love it. Making friends. Making friends. Um, so, yeah, okay. Well, mm-hmm. shit. You got a date. Uh, I've got like an hour. Oh. Well, shit. All right. Well, but maybe. still. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Right, well, we love you guys. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. We appreciate yes, yes. it. So much. Appreciate it. Wow, what's wrong with me? Appreciate it. Prishba. <laughs> damn word. Prishba. Is your Is your Bay Area coming out a little? No. Shut the bar. Appreciate I feel like I'm fired. Like this like Ike, baby Ike in South Park, just like <laughs> That was just me. Yeah. Flapping. So please do Mouth the head. things. Rate, review, subscribe. Yes, yes, yes. Send us your stories. First Patreon episode is about to come out here oh, real quick. Yes. Like real oh, quick. Yes. Like. Um we've yes, got yes, yes. On our Instagram, I posted photos of the Hella Paranormal Investigation shirts, the one, only ones we have left. They're all smalls and mediums. There's like five of one and four of the other, and then that is it. That is all we have left. So and here's what you can do, guys. Get them while you can. Buy one for yourself, and then you can buy one for me, and they'll put a video up of me trying to get into a small. Ew. We have video capabilities now. So there yeah. you go. So there's that. Yeah, yeah that'll be a, a donation. Oh, that's Patreon. Oh, absolutely. That is Patreon. One hundred percent. We st- have. We should. We, we have to business sometime this week. Yeah, we do. And make a list because we. I have Wednesday. Okay. Cool. I don't work. So, so do <gasps> Business. Or do we need to do business? We can. Okay. I mean, it'll just for fun. Sure. I mean, business. Sure, I sure, like sure. business. I got to do some business. Aha, cool. Business. We need a business. Yeah. So, so also, um, yes. we are coming up on first. Oh, God. First, we're coming up on our 50th episode. That's very soon. Damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then our one year anniversary is also coming up next mm-hmm. month. Next month. Shit. Next month. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> But yeah. God so damn. That's fucking exciting. We'll have to business about it and, you know, do some stuff. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Guys, it's Monday today. It's, it's a very busy day at work. Boys in the hood is always hard. <laughs> <laughs>
Yep. <laughs> like Ma- Lady Morgan Freeman right there. Lady. Oz and Hud as always. Oh, Lady Morgan Freeman. That's good. Oh, God bless it. All right. Well, you know. Business. You've, you've heard us do Bit. stuff. Do it's the thing. business. It's business time. <laughs> Drink. Do, you know what I'm doing, right? I know. Flight of the Concords. Oh. Okay. Actually, I knew that now that you said that. Yeah. So. Got it. Okay. Well. Lord. That. Rate, right, review, subscribe. Yeah. Do all the things. Go do that. And till next time, y'all. Hexes and hoes, y'all. Hexes and hoes, y'all. Bye. Bye. Mwah. Fuck you, Bob Cranman. Fuck pants. you, Bob Cranman. Everybody pants Bob now. Pants, 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 pants. Fuck pants, your pants, house, pants, Bob. Pants, fuck pants, pants. Everybody fuck pants fuck now. Fuck your house. Fuck your house. Everybody pants now. Fuck, fuck, fuck your house. Fuck, fuck your house. No, Studios. <laughs>